This podcast is presented by the Earth Hotel. Shock. You're not going to believe what I'm going to be telling you, but you should because it's history. And history repeats itself. Can't you see? It's happening again. <laughs> it happened then and it's happening now. And if we don't do anything to stop it, it'll keep happening. We got to stop history from happening again. I just don't know how we can stop it. You know, it's going to keep happening. How do you stop history if history just repeats itself? I don't it's know. Bullshit. It's a vicious cycle. Damn it, history. <laughs> to the porn industry <laughs> yeah because we know it's sensitive material and you know we know that you don't want but want not quite as sensitive anybody. as your own data yeah not quite as sensitive <laughs> as your credit card number we like it like that and everybody needs a dom let us be your.com i know three weeks ago we had a bad turnout for data being breached but this time we're turning it around we're getting this ship going again and you know we had you know our sales were down but the attitude is up the spirit is up and the overall morale is up i'm feeling great i'm really honestly. i'm optimistic about this uh, business and there's a reason i love it i feel like this is a fresh start for us especially um you know after all that's happened we just look we're gonna keep it safe we're gonna keep it i mean super secure there's gonna be so much data that we've kept and the reputation will just hold itself. You'll you know? see, and and you'll give us your data. Let's just let's just picture this, okay? You've got all this data, right, on your computer, yeah. Uh, and you don't know where to put it, and you're a little bit concerned it may fall into the wrong hands or leak over, or leak or over, or you may get zucked. And we're sh- uh, strictly anti-zuck over here at datadaddy.com. Uh, we are not about the zuck. Uh, so if you don't want that to happen to you give us your data give it all to us and we'll take be all, everything al- that you have every all that you have and we'll take care of it and we'll lock we'll lock it and we'll throw the key away it'll only be accessible to you and we promise nobody else we'll give you a special password i don't know what else i could say other than i just really like where this is going yeah i think that this is a, this is a market that we're really capitalizing in and uh people know, are buying into it people love it i mean I have people every day that stop me on the street. Dylan, I just, I just, I just gave submitted you my data. My data I just, and in I, the and submission I, form. The, yeah, I uploaded my data to your website, and I'm like, you know, just kind of taken aback by that, really. So, know. yeah, what we're trying to say to say is if you need us to take a load off the slate, we got it. Put okay. it on our plate. Follow the link in the description, datadaddy.com, to find out more. The password is crayfish, so enter crayfish in all caps on the landing page of datadaddy.com. Don't type that into your browser. Follow the link in the description because we're not responsible for what happens if you type that link in your browser and uh, and you go to that website. Yeah, It's it, not our website. Think about right, it. Right, we are not responsible for that. Yeah, we're not. We haven't gotten that far, so. <clears throat> Anyways, so it's looking up. Yeah. So speaking of deviant acts, on this week's edition of I Came Here for an Argument with me, Dylan, and... David. David as David and... I guess we're the watch drops. <laughs> yeah, it's just a two-piece. We're going to be talking about some down-low dirty stuff that's happened. Uh, 
specifically for hundreds of years for hundreds of years uh, and you may have heard of this group it's called uh, catholicism and uh, a lot of fucked up shit happening with that in the past and actually even still now so we're gonna get really deep into that and i guess i'm looking forward to it but it's <laughs> i don't know the pope has finally spoke up we're gonna see if the smoke's white or black mm, and it's gonna tell the truth maybe uh, we might have some scarlet a's on some people, but I doubt <laughs> it. I think those are like scarlet peas. I think yeah. what would get scarlet peas on there. Yeah, this is an episode where you may not want to have your kids around. Uh, just make sure you turn the volume down or just hush them to bed. Yeah, not safe for work. Not safe for work at all. So if you're at work or with your kids, or if you work at a daycare, uh, all of those just you know be cautious. If you're listening to our podcast in a Catholic church while you're working with children, you may want to turn it uh, up. Yeah, keep listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it could give you some valuable information. It could save your life. I'm just looking out for you. Yeah, we're here up in the headquarters looking down on you, making sure you're all fine in church. And, you know, we're not going to specifically just pick on the Catholic Church because we know it happens in other sects. Because we are aware religion. that it does happen in every religion that we know. And non-religions. Forget what it was exactly that I went to your church for. I went there, and even when the thing, the sermon was done, people were still really trying to hang on to the subject and talk about it, or they would talk to other families. Whereas when I went to a Baptist church, it was like, well, time to go watch some football. Yeah, it'd be like, see y'all next Sunday. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, okay, well. Well, Catholic Mass, you've got you've got a lot of unity because every Catholic church around the world has the same Mass every day. They have the same readings every day. They talk about, you know, it, it's all ordered that way, as in where a Baptist church, you have someone who wakes up and decides to talk about something. There's no telling what they're going to talk about today because they're really not going off of anything besides the Bible and they think is right in God's word. But with Catholicism, it is more they're more structured. Those people are more connected to that religion uh, uh, at that church. And that's why, you know, even going back to the beginning days, especially the Catholic Church was a huge force in the world. Yeah. They that, contr- it was basically political people were illiterate and they liked that because they could say what was right and what was wrong because they couldn't read what was right or wrong. So there's always been abuse in the system from the start. Right. On a lot of sides. Yeah. But it just so happened that Christianity was making its move at the time. I think you're. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I shouldn't pick on Alabama, but especially in rural Alabama, people were like, oh, you're Catholic. You're not Christian. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're clearly uneducated on the subject. I mean, we're the true Christians yeah, is what we you should first. have said. Yeah. I mean, I told, they were like, why do you worship Mary? I was like, well, we don't worship Mary, but she did give birth to Jesus. So there you <laughs> so, go. Uh, what's up? It makes sense. You give birth Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. When did, did Baptist uh, Mary mother give birth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was the Eastern Orthodox about as old because it was a split like after one of those councils where they organized things yeah and so they didn't want a head of a church they wanted a council of elders or whatever eastern orthodox during the roman empire when they were still codifying like like the gnostic books aren't christian and the books that are in the bible are christian that's why they're still in the bible they sort of codified what's there were disagreements then about what christianity should become so people went off to the east and that was like russia and eastern orthodox and stuff but it's just as old. They're both as old. They just come from the same thing. And then it completely moved to the colonies. You had Protestantism, and you know some states were Catholic, some were 
Luth- okay, just to get this straight, Lutherans, mm-hmm. I know that's they're here in America too, but yeah, Martin Luther was German. Yeah. Okay. He posted the thesis of everything that was wrong with the Catholic Church, and you know he stood up to the man, which I guess was God, but. Reckon with AL.com did a really good piece on um, how Protestantism spread in America and why it outspread the... The Catholic wasn't as big of a thing in the English part because the Anglicans had already broken away, but the Anglican church was, of course, here in all the colonies. And Protestantism, though, was spread on horseback because America's so big. So you had, like, the first idea of, like, tent revivals and, like, people traveling to preach the word. Mm-hmm. That's why there's so many Baptists in the South. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So now you've kind of covered, you know, the basis, Catholic Church, you know, it's been established, it's a thing. So far we've got that it's very unified. It is very ritualistic. You know, you've got the incense. I went to Sunday school to Catholic Church. It was very regimented. It wasn't as loose as Baptist Sunday school. You know, Baptist Sunday school was like, oh, well, you know, if you get saved, you're going to heaven and that you would get saved out of nowhere. Like they would be like, oh, you're saved. And I'll be like, oh, cool, I guess. But with Catholicism, it's completely different. You have to repent for your sins. You have to actually talk to the priest and tell him what you've done wrong. You have to be confirmed as a Catholic. If you want to be a member of the church, you have to go through confirmation. Yeah, just there was more to it. You have to go through classes. Yeah. And then oh, like, yeah. at the end you get an exam and you can mm-hmm. get confirmed. And then not, not to mention communion. Catholics take communion every Mass. And I think other churches don't do it too often, which, you know, I'm not really sure how much it really matters. Probably actually none, in my opinion. I mean, it's a piece of bread and wine or grape Yeah, that's piece. a big theological difference, right? They have the transmutation. Yeah, yeah. It's the body and the blood and Jesus is in you and... It's pretty cool. It tastes good. I like the I like the cr- the crackers. They're pretty good. Uh, everybody say hi to Ben. He's here with us again. Back up, as usual, fact checker. It was uh, first intern. He's fetching the facts. Fact fetcher Ben. And in the uh, background. So it's uh you know good to have his input. Mm-hmm. He peeks in every now and then. <laughs> We're all co-hosts. I'm co-hosting right now, so it's very easy. It's not hard, actually, Ben. You're probably a better co-host than me. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, go go host yourself. Go host. I am actually am a host. So at my job. you can host me, I guess, whenever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We've talked about the good things about the Catholic Church, you know, like the bread and the wine. Uh, but let's, The holy water. The holy water. Oh, let's not forget about that. You dip your fingers in when you walk in, and you uh, just put it on your face. Uh, it blesses you for the day. It's like a one-day blessing. So if you go to church every day, get some holy water, dab it on your face, you're good to go. Nothing bad will happen. Got to make sure you uh, you watch that priest, though. Make sure he, you know, what we're actually going to be talking about today, you may know there have been many, many, many scandals. Through many years. Through many years. Hundreds seven, of years. Hundreds of years. From what I know. Yes, just from what we know. Specifically in Pennsylvania, it's it's been very, very shocking. It's actually uh, a study that has been... Gauged from 70 years plus has revealed over 300 priests or clergy members have committed deviant acts with children. And that's thousands affected. That's over a thousand humans affected and that, you know, that damages your life. For that to be happening for so long without a word from the Pope is also terrible. And the fact that most of these men get away with it, there's, there's no punishment you know, unless people find out and you get kicked out of church, you know, you, you lose your stance in the church. But as far as penal, um, 
the Pope has addressed the subject, basically acknowledges, but... I've heard from the direct members of one of the main churches still strongly believe that there should be more done. You know, a word from the Pope means a lot, but what do those words actually do to solve or to even begin? Who's to say it's going to stop it? Yeah, I, I highly doubt it will stop. Maybe it's not entirely on the new Pope, I guess. I don't know. But it's just that they've known so long about this. If you're a cardinal and you know about it, and you're still trying to be the Pope, maybe you are, and you know about it and you're running with it, is the mission, I mean, is there a mission to speak out against it? or How do you live with yourself? Yeah. Are you just going to assume that you're... Why are you still trying to be the voice of God knowing that there is some shit like that happening? That you're not saying anything about. Exactly. It just makes me think that there's just a bunch of shitty people in there and have really gave Christianity a bad name. And people have praised this one thing for so long. And I don't know if Christianity or the Vatican, I don't know if it would really lose any, I don't know, anybody of that faith, really. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that have definitely felt maybe regret or remorse towards all this. But I just feel like, well, as long as the public has known, you know, uh, I felt like even before all this happened, I've known for at least 15 years about uh, sexual abuse in the Catholic Church. Yeah. It's something that's always, yeah, exactly. From the time that I've been alive, I've heard of unknown about. It just doesn't make sense how something like that can go on for so long when someone, it should be the same limit of punishment just because. I mean, there are movies about this shit. There are shows about this. I mean, this is show worthy. I mean, this is is some crazy shit. Yeah, it's it's reality and. It's fucking scary and evil. Yeah, priest got shuffled around, right? There was that film, Doubt. As soon as allegations pop up, if he gets transferred, the reputation may or may not get to the other diocese. Is that what it's called? It gets watered down through the church, but because they moved him around, maybe it's harder to convict. I don't know. Well, it's harder to... Yeah, well, it's the, 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 it's same, the same thing with how there was the Baptist preacher in the city where we're... You know, I, I don't want to name city, the city, yeah. But uh, apparently had a an affair with a married woman within the church, got her pregnant, they both moved churches, thinking that, oh, if I move churches, you know, I'm escaping this social outlash, which really, in the end, it was totally obvious, and people, you know, he still lost reputation. But with the cat within the Catholic Church, you know, you have people who, you have old men who have been in the, in the, in the system forever, for a long time, who have done things like this. Right. Who and have continued when- to, 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 maintain their position and there i feel like there are levels of forgiveness i feel like uh say the incident that dylan just said happened could he expect those people of that church to fully forgive him and still accept him into the church uh or was it really necessary for him to move churches because what does your religion say i mean yeah they know it's a sin but is it unforgivable right but that's maybe the bigger sin is any archbishops or people who were involved or bishops who were involved mm-hmm. in moving at least charged priests around before they could get convicted by a state or by the church or anything. Yeah. You know, and, and when people are too afraid to come forward, 
and facing the whole thing because that does save face for the church. It doesn't, I mean, it's it's like complicity. It's not the same as doing it, you know. Let's bring this into even more context, specific uh, with Catholicism again, with just how atrocious some things have been within its history. So they would used to do this thing with young boys where they would castrate them before they hit, you know, puberty. So prepubescent boys for their voices in the choir. And it was an 80% mortality rate when they did the procedure. Not many of those kids survived. Which they were murdering children right? just for their voices. This happened. This pristine. Yeah, like angels or something. Angel feel. That this was really popular in the Ottoman Empire, too. I think. Maybe yeah, yeah. It wasn't it's, just. It's more of an origin from that part of the world. Yeah, it wasn't just Catholicism, but it was also. It did also occur within the Catholic Church. But the last case of it actually was. In 1903 was the last time it occurred, which in the whole context of history is not a long time ago. Right. Very close. But yeah, it's disturbing that, I mean, I understand like the public wasn't as educated back then, but for that particular top thing to keep happening till 1903, is still pretty crazy, really. I mean, they would, they would sell their children for that. They would actually offer money for this operation to be done for their, with their child. They would say, Hey, little, you know, whoever has a great voice, we would love to have that voice forever. And then they offer them a sum of money or some sort of deed or some sort of transaction sometimes in order for that to happen still. And that's, that's just terrible. I mean, imagine an eighty percent mortality rate for singing. For singing, why wouldn't you just get a girl to sing? Religion, yeah, yeah. Like they have pretty voices. Also, another thing that I've heard that is extremely shocking as well: there was a revolution in Spain at one point. I believe this may have been the eighteen hundreds. This man decided to start a rebellion and he overthrew the government and stated Catholicism. You know, it was it was a Catholic uh, majority. Right. Catholic ran state what they would do in order to strengthen the community would be if they saw in the in the hospitals uh, say a woman a pregnant woman was about to give birth and they found their parents her and her husband or whoever to be unfit to be parents for whatever reason they would actually take their baby and give them a uh, they would have dead babies on ice to give to them to say oh your baby is dead i'm sorry and they would take the real baby and they would raise it they would often even trade it and have those children as their own yeah to form some sort of youth you know some sort of uh idea of of a more successful population right so not only were people gaining pleasure but uh, people were also getting money yes it had a lot to do with money which we know is still very relevant today even more not so the ice babies things but yeah you know the fact that there are mega churches and they don't necessarily pay taxes televangelists there have been so many cases where they've had giant estates that they weren't paying taxes on because it was labeled under a church facility and it was actually just a big ass fucking mansion and it was like oh boy yeah so the history of it really just the whole deal with taking advantage of kids where whether it be for pleasure or for the church is that really one of the major religions that only did that or they were definitely religions before that were far more cruel as we were talking kind of before religion is nearly a form of government in, in its own way 
they can be used as a political power. Yes, it, it could be politics in disguise, you know. Yeah, the Roman Empire became a Christian empire. Yeah, right? well, first they persecuted people for, for being Christian, and then they persecuted people for not being Christian over time. I mean, that just shows. So exactly, like, you know, religion in some ways has always... Has, has there ever been a religion that hasn't been misused or used in ways that are deemed inappropriate or vile? I think there have been empires of every religion those probably involved war true yeah war with religion that that's nearly every religion has had wars i mean that goes back to tribalism you know i mean yeah whichever tribe won took over the other tribe's land and inherited their religion right and uh it was very tragic for places like easter island <laughs> yeah because it turned out nobody lived so that's sad those huge statues are actually whole bodies you yeah, know? big they're like 30 feet that's tall crazy that's so wild <laughs> but um, that's something that i can get behind right there big ass statues buried in the ground buried in the ground and you should see how they walk them have you seen that no how they used to walk the statues into their place was they would get a rope yeah they would tie it near the top and each side would pull like this and it would go like it that and it would walk and they would walk it to where they would want it to stay and they would just keep pulling. They would have to do a rhythm. Like, you do it, yeah. I'll do it, you do it, I'll do like it. Like rowing a boat. Yeah, and they would carry it for like, some. they were saying sometimes like 10 miles. That's fucking To crazy. put it a particular area. There were times where they were carrying it to mountaintops. And these things are like eighty feet tall sometimes. But how many you know, how many of those broke? <laughs> uh, have been I don't terrible. know. You know, I gotta <laughs> really give it I gotta really give a shout out to people of the past. Shout man. out to Rapa Nui. You guys really hung in there for five hundred <laughs> years. I fucking did this. And shit. I've literally looked all into that shit as much as you can and and I'm comparable to a lot of other history for, you know, other nations. It didn't last that long, but it was a very vicious cycle. Yes. I kind of learned the understanding of how quick resources can go. Yeah. And they caused a lot of plants and a lot of animals to go extinct. They particularly caused this one bird that was native to that island uh, extinction. So, Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you know, that does just go to remind us that 99% of all species that have ever existed are extinct at this very moment. Well, that's bummer man yeah i know sorry to bring it down but you yeah know, sorry to be a talking, Debbie downer you know dilly downer dilly D dylan downer <laughs> dylan downer i guess to i guess what we're really trying to get into is christianity is a very arguably the most powerful religion influence i'm not it, really it sure the most influence in the world as we know it. i'm not really sure it's the biggest religion it's what? not the biggest religion okay. it's close between islam Ben, give us, give us a fact check. Largest uh, religion. I know Africa is split in half. What we got, Ben? Christianity followed by Islam and Hinduism. What's the percentages? doesn't give me percentages on this list. Let me see. I need the numbers. Gypsies? It had rates, but not oh, percentages. Oh, there they are. There's the this number chart. Means. Here we go. Here's, um, it's barely. Christianity is 31.5%. Islam at 232 This is according to Wikipedia. I haven't checked sources, though. Well, they're official sources. You know, you can trust them. Other people can verify them, too. Yeah. That's what they say in a college now. You can actually use Wikipedia as a legitimate source. So Christianity is, the, the bigger in fact, religion. the largest religion in the so, world. And the fact that the very first sect of Christianity has come to this and has had all of these things happen within its Right. Well, it's stuff structure. like this that, that really fuel a fire for 
groups that brainwash people like ISIS yeah. or really any terrorist organization in the Middle East right now is that the education goes so far in those in those areas and it's very easy to manipulate into people hating Christianity, but this does not help the case for Christianity right now. No, and I think that... But you, I wonder... Uh, hmm. I wonder if there is a larger Catholic percentage in America or if another denomination is larger. Let's get specific here. Because uh, also a number that's very alarming that came from the Vatican is that they give an estimated 2% of all dioceses include sexual molestation, cases of sexual molestation, which that number comes out to roughly 8,000 worldwide and an estimated 4,000 in America alone. And... That's far too many, and I believe right. that number could be even larger. Uh, yeah, I I do believe that it's larger. We're well, not even adding in the rest of the history here. Yeah, exactly. We're not even adding in to what's already happened. So really, what I've gotten from this is it, it kind of blows my mind that uh, I know the numbers are still kind of thin. Well, it's ten percent thin according to Wikipedia. Christianity over Islam. Uh, in America, twenty four point five percent would be Catholics. So Catholicism is not the most popular sect of Christianity. Well, it's sort of divided because you have 28.6% that consider themselves evangelical Mm -hmm. and 13.9, which identifies mainland Protestant, but to Catholics, those are all Protestant. Hmm. So it is kind of hard to uh, gauge. And you know, there aren't many differences in like Orthodox and Catholicism and Lutherism, you know. That's sort of the split there. It happens within other, I mean, you know, it doesn't, this isn't just an exclusively a problem with Catholicism. Yeah, like the Baptists are more organized. Right. And it happens in the evangelicals. And many others. It's just we haven't heard, nothing like this has come out. So it's really not just to speak out against Catholicism. It's really just Christianity. Yeah. There's a name for the church. It's still Christianity. Right. And I guess that's the disturbing part is that Christianity is, and I'm not trying to out the Christian religion. I'm just saying that it's the major religion. It is like if an alien came to earth, that would be the world's religion. Yeah. You know, and that is not a good representative and for something like that to happen. It also instills a lot of doubt within the structure and the ideals behind Christianity itself. And people, I would, I wouldn't feel great about it if, if I was a Catholic in Pennsylvania, I mean, you know, I would probably not want to go to church. Regret is what I would feel, but I, you know, I I don't really know. I'm not Catholic and having to think about that situation in Pennsylvania, but it's just, I can't go unignored. No, I still believe that there needs to be more done about it. I believe that they should go to prison. They should be registered as sex offenders if they aren't already. There needs to be legal action taken. I mean, you can't just let these people get away with that. Right. I mean, that's a cruel injustice. And it's really just a mockery for people that are actually trying to follow uh, the religion. Yeah. I follow mean, Christ. It takes away so much of what they say so much of what is their passion and so much of what makes their life. And to think that this happens frequently at a, you know, at a high frequency, I mean, that's, it's pretty disturbing and it would make me kind of sickened. But then again, you have ways of justifying, you know, I mean, how are you going to say, sit here and say, God has a reason for everything when, when the people that are in charge of your church are molesting your children? I just don't understand that. What, what reason is there? And the public knew. Yeah. So what and nothing was done. Yeah. 
God didn't even do anything. He wasn't. Yeah. Where are you I at, bet. God? What are you doing, my man? But um, I guess that about wraps that up. I guess what we're trying to say today is we really need to take a big look at the world's most dominant religion right now, especially after the Pope coming out. Yeah, I mean, this Pope has done, Pope Francis has done a little bit. He's actually said some pretty radical things. I believe he said that gays aren't going to hell. Which, to me, is duh. He uh, disagrees with the death penalty. Hmm. Unlike most of the Pope's capital punishment. Yeah, that's the power of the Pope. He changed the ruling of the church. And that's the thing within the Catholic religion. You have the Pope, and the Pope is the person who is most close to God. People disagree, right? And they allow, like, pure Latin Mass and people to also use, after the Second Reformation in the 60s, now they let people speak in local vernaculars in Mass. But... I assume, so they tolerate certain variation, but other than that, I mean, practicing Catholics are supposed to follow the interpretation of the church, right? That makes you a good Catholic. Yeah, you have to follow the guidelines of the church. I mean, but I mean, it's not just of the church, it's of the religion. So it is cool that a guy who actually has that power, unlike Southern Baptist conference or whatever doesn't have that power to tell all the other pastors what to and they look at it just the same way as you would look at politics the command they don't they want they want someone to have less government over you they don't want to have oh the pope is the main man i don't want to have a main man it's just god you know it's the same way when people are like i want less government i don't want people to take my guns away you know there's an old argument though that people say that the church needed reformation but not a schism and there is something to be said about informed people who understand the history of the religion interpreting it versus you know that's how you got snake handlers drinking arsenic and because everyone believed that they had the right to read the bible in their language and then interpret it without any real historical context or so i mean that's how it got set up in the first place is that you had to have this governing head that enforced and was able could to make explain. it more belief. Yeah, it could explain, but to they be often educated, maybe. Yes, in in awful ways. Actually, they would, you know, like we said, they would misinform people due to their miseducation. They actually taught with pictures first, right? That's why there's so many murals and stained glass windows. And yeah, I really like the stained glass. People couldn't they, read. For one thing, I got to give a shout out to that stained glass. They really went off with that shit. It looks pretty dope. Shout out to uh, Borgia. You were the most corrupt of them all. Canal Four. that i mean and that in itself has shown the corruption it also showed that the pope borgia at that time was also in love with his daughter pretty messed up and supposedly supposedly uh but and supposedly he had to watch his daughter have sex with spanish king am i right prince so he was kind of cucked. Yeah, but I have no idea how much of that is just strong. Would that count as, <laughs> yeah. would that count as cucked if he loved his daughter and watched his daughter got... I'm just saying... He could that... be married. There's no way that could ever... <laughs> right. And I'm just saying at that time, that did happen. Yeah, yeah. Whether you were the Pope or not, people still had relationships with their close ones. Yeah. But yeah, I guess shout out to Pope Francis for... Saying something. Uh, saying something. And like I said, I don't know if this will stop... But one can only hope, and I really hope that it does, so it can quit giving actual Christians a bad name. Yes, it's a good way of putting it. Because I definitely don't mind Christianity. My whole point was the corruption inside of Christianity. Yeah. Whether it be money or children. That's always been the problem. Right, and it's just, I mean, like I said, religion is, I'm totally cool with it. It's just too much shit. You have to pay Too much shit to not have attention. To the counter arguments and the stature of 
of your beliefs and the people who are in charge. And if you see something wrong, say something. Please. Do not let it go. This goes untouched. beyond religion. It goes into college sports. It does. It goes into Hollywood. It goes into... School. I mean, it just goes everywhere. Everywhere. Music scene. I mean, you know... I mean, even everything. in restaurants. It's our duty as people, no matter where this is happening, especially in a place where you frequent or that you're passionate about if you see something like that going on or if you hear or if you, hear or if you, about, ha- or if you, if you have you... any suspicion at all um make sure that someone. things are okay and make sure that someone knows and i'm um, glad we got to talk about this today because you know, using catholicism or the pope was a good uh segue into the subject was to help us not only raise awareness for the Victims. for the child abuse and the sexual abuse within the religion, but ultimately everywhere uh, in the world to have, I guess the, you would say the voice of the, the voice of God, the voice of God come forward and finally mention something uh, definitely has probably lifted a lot of spirits, but also gave the sad real truth to a lot of others. Yes. It was a double edged sword for sure. It was the, it was the utter admittance which needed to happen. And it made it even more embarrassing that it took so long. But hey, at least it happened. And it's one step forward in the right direction. And uh, hopefully we'll see a decline in this activity. But let's not forget that history does repeat itself. And that we can we continue need to, to really stand up to against stop this. stop history. <laughs> yeah, we really need to. Stop that shit. Uh, ben, it was great having you. Come in with a few words of wisdom. My pleasure. Yes. Bringing us some facts straight from the books, you know, and I've just been taking those numbers and I've been, you know, doing some equations in my head. I've been, you know, finding Y, been plotting X on the graphs and, you know, I found out the percentages and it put it all into context for me and I hope that it did for you as well. And this has been I Came Here for an Argument. Don't forget to join the Facebook group, I Came Here for an Argument. And also, if you have a Twitter out there, if you do a little twiddle tweet, Tweedly tweet Tweedly Deet, follow us at ICFA or ICHFA HQ at twitter.com. Or just search I Came Here for an Argument on Twitter. Yeah. Thanks Shout for listening. Out. Let's keep the momentum going. Love you. Hey, everybody. Here's hey, everybody, baseball. Here's baseball. Here's baseball. Here's baseball. You guys want to play some baseball? Play some baseball. 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 Play some the American Run all the way around the 
You'll see how far, you'll see how far when I'm running around the park. And I just hit that shit in the dark. Land shark, land shark, land shark. Barracuda, barracuda. Back to the barracuda thing. Barracuda, barracuda.